you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B and J-Mac are on tap to help us navigate the show. Today's topic, these people want to fund death and defund life. Mm. And we're going to talk about it. Let's talk about it. These people. Listen, (laughs) here's your new phrase. Maybe you've been using it for a long time. Maybe you haven't. If not, let me me give it to you, hand Mm. it to you. I'm handing these out. Um, If you already have one, it's okay. Pass it to your neighbor. (laughs) Just pass it to your neighbor. Um, These people. These people. It says a lot. And that's all you need. Okay. That's all you need. And they're like, wait, that's it? That's it. That's all you need. These people. It it describes a group of people, all right, that you um, long to help. You're trying to help. um, But really, there's just no way. Mm. You've, You've really done all that you can do. They're just kind of... Um, they're just at their place where they're like, you know, we've, we have done all that we can mm. now. It's just on them. And that describes so many people in our culture today. <laughs> wow. Like you've done all that you can. And yeah. so you don't have the right, um, phrase. You're like, how do I describe we're trying to help, but we, so these people, <laughs> these people, mm. and you're like, and where are they? Mm, they're in your government. <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. They're 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 in your government. They're in your media, mm-hmm. right? They're in your media. They're they're in the magazines that you read. Um, they're in your local government. Mm-hmm. They are. They some of them right down the street from you. Some of them. I mean, I'm not saying you might not. <laughs> you know, you might not be able to spot them easily. But yeah. um, these people are everywhere. Mm. You see what I mean? These people, <laughs> these right. people are everywhere. And so there you go. That is when you when 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 somebody if somebody is pressing you and they're asking, they're like, you know what? what you Just listen, listen. All we can say is that what we're dealing with, we're dealing with these people. These that's what people. we're dealing with. And okay. so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about these people who want to fund death. And defund life. We're going to talk about it. It it is amazing that, you know, you you have these stories that kind of come out, you know, within days of each other. And you can kind of kind of compare them just to see. (laughs) And when again, this is what we do here. Right. This is this is what we all do. When I say all of us, I mean, the listeners who listen during this hour. This is what we do. We we take the headlines. We're reading it and then we're putting these things together. and We're like, okay. We see where we we understand the spiritual implications yes. of this, right? So you can take some of these stories and you think these stories exist in a vacuum that, oh, that's just a story, boop, and then that's just a story, boop. Nope, but all of the stories are telling us about these people. They're telling <laughs> us about the people that we live in the world with right now. And look, and I'm joking when I say they're beyond reach um, because, look, the Lord Jesus can save them. That's right. Right? Amen. Some, some people were like... <laughs> You think some people doubt it? I think for a second, I've got a little bit of hesitation. 
I felt a little bit of hesitation from some of our people <laughs> listening. They were like, mm, I don't know, Meek. They're like, I don't know. We, we've been praying for years. I just haven't seen anything happening. Um, the Apostle Paul. Yeah, so I just would say, you know, much. I mean, if you could just go ahead and, you know what I mean? Right. And um, we were talking about this this morning with the kids. Uh, and, and probably that's what motivated a lot of Paul's compassion and mm-hmm. his mercy. Mm-hmm. You know, he could have come off the top ropes many times with people. But I think his understanding <laughs> that, look, hey, I deserve death. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, man, I persecuted the church. Like, you know, mm-hmm. um, but look at what God did in my life. And, and so I, let that just be an encouragement to you. So so I said, let me let me redefine here. See, see how humble she is. <laughs> she can redefine things that she wrongly defines mm-hmm. uh, in the beginning. I say that these people are beyond hope. Um, that's not true. It just, it seems like it. Like it does they, seem they, they like it. They make you think Man. they are by yeah. how, you know, yeah. As long as these people have breath in their lungs, there is hope. Amen. Right. As long as it's today for them, they have hope. Correct. Correct. While it is still today. Yes. It, they, they have hope. They, they have, have hope. They have hope. Keep but there's still these people, though. They're still going to get that. Okay. There's still <laughs> these people. And we're going to talk about them today. But before we do that, man, we've got to um, make sure our listeners are aware of what's coming up. Yes. The Marriage Family Life Conference. We're going to be hearing more and more about that July 7th to the 9th uh, here at Tupelo, Mississippi. And our early registration will start February 21st. And so I just want people to have it on their calendars because I know that's around the holiday. And you can mm-hmm. extend your holiday by coming down to Tupelo um, and uh, check us out. It's going to be a great time. We have something for the whole family. You know, this is a family conference. So your children, bring them. Um, mm-hmm. And it's going to be uh, just a great time. So we're doing something where the first 400 people who register uh, are going to get a, a discounted uh, ticket, you know, for 25% off. So the thing is, when we open up registration in February, mm-hmm. February 21st uh, this month, um, make sure you go to marriagefamilylife.net and you go and register. You know, yeah. you want to be one of the first ones because we had to kind of shut that thing down last we time. We did. And and last year we had about uh, 1,300 uh, people in attendance. Um, I know I don't know if I'm supposed to say yet. Am I, have you I given don't know all what you're going to say. Okay, man. <laughs> so don't say it. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I, well, I'll, I'll wait and ask you during the break if we can mention it. I just, there's just a lot of information that me as a mom, that I as a mom, I should say, um, <laughs> that I would like to know, which helps to inform how, because I tend to procrast- procrastinate, it informs how I do things, right? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but well, we can talk, we can talk okay. about it during the break. It's um, not like a, but, sound like a, uh, a question that, that's helpful. I don't know, but I just don't know what it okay, is. Okay. Well, I know that we, we have a limited number. We have a limited space for our youth apologetics track. Oh, okay. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Don't we? Yeah. 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 But we, yeah. We're not okay. going to put that out no. there now. Just, not just yet. Okay. The thing okay. is, once we open up that registration, make sure that you're, um, you register, you know? Okay. Um, like, like, so the cap again, I don't want to be confusing is not okay. 400 people. You know? No, 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 no. The first 400. It's kind of like an early bird. Discount. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's exactly what it's like. So, yeah. But you know, of course more people can register, but you, you want to, you want to get in early. If you're like yeah. Mickey and you like discounts, you know, Man, I do like discounts. So, yeah. I do like discounts. I like, I like great quality stuff for discounted prices. When I talk to people, and I learned that that I purchased something, and they're like, "Oh, and I got this," and then they got it for less than I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you that, watch I know that, that there are there are, are people, heart. 
No, no, no. What, what, what? <laughs> That's not bad. Isn't that good? Uh, I mean, I'm not like mad, mad. Okay, all right. Just a little know. mad, slightly mad. Okay. I was talking to someone yesterday, and she was telling me about something she found. And I was like, Argh! and she's like, yeah, I actually got three. And I'm like, Argh! wow. Well, anyway, give, tell it was way less than give you I, one. I don't know. Well, I don't need it because okay. I already uh, bought it for more, and I didn't know. Okay. And anyway, okay. that's a that's oh. a that's a that may not be just a mom thing. There may be some dads like that. Aren't you kind of like that? Don't you like to? Yeah, of course. Feel like you got the best deal. I do. Some people don't care. Some, some people, people are just care. like whatever. Some people but don't I want always the best am deal. Like, they want to pay the I'll, full price. Because that's some. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I'm always like, man, you know, hold up. Maybe maybe you can find somewhere else. I'm research. I'm I'm a researcher. <laughs> you know this. Uh, anyway. Okay, so back to the show. These people want to fund death and defund life. Okay, they want to fund death and they want to defund life. All right, here is a story from the Associated Press. This is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Story from the Associated Press. Millions in tax dollars, listen, because you think they're about to be outraged over something that's like outrageous, right? (laughs) Millions of tax dollars Mm -hmm. flow to, wait for it, anti-abortion centers in the u.s wait wait what millions in tax dollars Mm -hmm. flow to anti-abortion centers in the u.s so your brain kind of has to do something different when you read this story because you're like wait anti-abortion centers so because it sounds like you're saying money is coming to crisis pregnancy centers or like places that fight against abortion so, so you think it's a good story, so right? It sounds like, like a good story. Like, yeah, money needs yay. to go that direction. So, so you go. So, so wait. So wait. So, so it's not this a good story. You, no, no, they're <laughs> they're kind of mad about it. Oh. They're kind of upset about it. But they're upset. So, okay. So here is the article. Let me read a little bit of this, right? Because because there's going to be um, a public servant quoted in this article. Hmm who is going to provide for us the perfect segue to kind of like juxtapose this story and another story. And remember today we're saying these people want to fund death, but they want to defund life. Okay. They want to fund death, Mm -hmm. but they want to defund life. And so, okay. So here we go. Associated press anti-abortion centers across the country are receiving tens of millions of tax dollars to talk women out of ending their pregnancies. (laughs) (laughs) stop me when it gets bad like you like right like okay but you can see how they assume their audience Mm -hmm. you you can see right you can see that they assume that people are going to be as outraged about this as they are so you see that they are writing from a place of not it's not informative Mm. right it is it is already editorialized in the way that it's written okay Mm -hmm. right so here we go Anti-abortion centers across this country are receiving tens of millions of tax dollars to talk women out of ending their pregnancies, a nearly five-fold increase from a decade ago that resulted from an often overlooked effort by mostly Republican-led states. Some of us just heard that and we were like, I agree with everything in that first paragraph. That's wonderful. Yay, 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 yay. Right? But they continue. The nonprofits known as crisis pregnancy centers are typically religiously affiliated and counsel clients against having an abortion as part of their free but limited services. That practice and the fact that they generally are not licensed as medical facilities have raised questions about whether it's appropriate to funnel so much tax money their way. 
because like why wouldn't it be like why wouldn't it be like wouldn't don't we don't we kind of expect well we used to expect this now we don't because we've just given up hoping that people would care about our interest but don't we expect that our tax dollars should go toward like our collective interest that we all should have like a a, a vested interest in what we are collectively funding I mean we used to think that way we used to say this is my tax dollars hard at work you know and and we used to lament that our money would be used in a way that was like vile right we used to say Mm -hmm. I can't believe like uh, there used to be this this outrage now we just have kind of like we are used to it now Mm. so we don't think about it so much right but here they are the Associated Press wants you to be outraged again (laughs) over the way your tax dollars are being spent but not in the way that you might think not in the way that you might think they want Mm -hmm. you to be outraged but remember they're causing confusion they're manipulating you so they're switching they want you to switch your outrage all right so here we go an Associated Press tally based on state budget figures reveals that nearly $89 million has been allocated to such centers across about a dozen states this fiscal year. A decade ago, the annual funding for the programs hovered around $17 million in about eight states. So they're like, stop the horses. <laughs> stop the horses. $89 million spread across 12 states. Stop the horses. Estimates of how many abortions have been prevented by such programs are unknown because many states only require reports of how many clients are served. Similarly, as abortion rates have declined across the U.S. for years, (laughs) there is no way to know the extent to which the pregnancy centers have played a role. In other words, they're not doing anything. We don't even know if they're even helpful. Why are we sending so much money their way? We can't really pinpoint whether or not they play a role Man. in the reduction of abortion. We don't know. And there's so much money going to foolishness. Like they don't they don't talk about that kind of stuff though. No, like, but we you will. Know, yeah, you know. But we will. Yeah. We have to. We will talk about it. Back to this Associated Press story. Trying to pinpoint exactly how many pregnancy centers receive taxpayer dollars is also difficult because each state has a different system to distribute the money. Now listen to this. Here is a Democratic state representative in North Carolina. Listen to what she says. Quote, her name is Julie Von Hafen, a Democratic state representative in North Carolina. This is what she said. Quote, it's bad governing. We're supposed to be monitoring our taxpayer money and we don't know where the money is going. Mm. Hold up a second. No, you you know what's bad governing? What's bad governing is about $30 million allocated to give people crack pipes and then call that equity. Wow. That's bad governing. Yes, I would agree. (laughs) We'll grab the break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. <laughs> I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Crowder. Good God Almighty. These people want to fund death and they want to defund life. That's it. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. That's it. They I mean they can say whatever they want. Right. I think during the break you were telling me that um it's misinformation or disinformation. Oh yeah, that's what somebody was saying that uh, uh, Jinsaki said that it was mis- okay. misinformation. 
Yeah, <laughs> she's a liar. Um, but the, I mean, that, like she speaks. She's that's her language, right? Like mm. so, so. But but when you have all of this information that is coming out, giving actual amounts and talking about where <laughs> these crack pipes will begin to be rolled out, oh, and boy. and you know, and by the way, this is not the first time that they've tried this. They've mm. tried creating quote unquote. I mean, which to me seems like an oxymoron, a safe crack house. Like they've tried <laughs> to create safe. Crack. I mean, I just don't understand. And, and you know, and again, it, it, it's absolutely you have to, ridiculous. We live in a time. Okay, so so our culture is topsy turvy. So mm. it's kind of flipped upside down. You remember, at one time, um, you educated people. You educated people to bring them out of ignorance. Right. Right. So now we live in a time where you, quote unquote, educate people to bring them into ignorance. You <laughs> you teach them ignorance. Right. So what you have to do is you have to rob a person of their natural um, intellect, which I mean, you know, how you remember growing up, people say you act like you don't have the sense you were born with. Mm hmm. Because you because you uh, you expect that there's a measure of sense that people right. have when they're born. Like there's right. something that God gives you in his benevolence to get you started. You know, and you can add to that. You can build upon right, that. What you right. do with it, the exactly. rest of the way is up to you. Yeah. But you Supposed have a certain, grow, you know? come on, yeah, right? Yeah. It, you know, it's your little, your little wisdom nest egg. Okay, let it grow, <laughs> right? Um, but now what happens in our culture is we don't want it to grow. Mm. We don't want people to grow in wisdom, Mm-mm. in knowledge, and in understanding. In fact, we want the opposite of what the scriptures encourage, right? Right. Okay, so we don't want people to grow in their wisdom and their knowledge. So now what we do is we take their natural sense, that we take the God-given sense that they have, and then we tell them something different, and we tell them something different repeatedly until we begin to shift their thinking. So let us let me just, for a second, let me just speak in terms of, um, all right, so when I was growing up, if there was a crack house in your neighborhood, that was a bad house. Right, yes. Okay, so when I was growing up, um, Nobody wanted a crack house in their neighborhood. No. Everybody naturally understood that's bad. Right. When I was growing up, it was even like written inside our candy boxes. Say no to drugs. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that. You open up a a box of Boston baked beans. Okay. I didn't eat that, but. You should have. You would have enjoyed your childhood a whole lot more. Okay. Sounds gross. A, a box of Boston baked beans. I'm sorry, Boston. Will's coming for y'all. He is. I mean, beans okay. in a in a. Okay, never mind. Okay, now listen. <laughs> would you feel better if they were in a can? So, a box of Boston baked beans. Right. You'd flip open the lid, and what'd be inside? Let me let me speak your language, Will. The great lemon heads. Oh yes. Remember lemon heads? Okay. What? You'd Do open I? up the box, and on, <laughs> and on the inside of the box, mm-hmm. it would say, "Say no to drugs." They were telling kids that drugs were bad, right? You remember the commercials. So you'd be watching your TGIF shows. <laughs> remember on Friday? It's yeah. Friday night. Okay, right. So you watch your TGIF. <laughs> Guys, you watch your TGIF shows. Yes. And, and, and you remember? Mm-hmm. This is your brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is your brain on drugs. <laughs> Egg frying. Any questions? Yeah. And so everybody's like, drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. So if somebody said, now listen, and and guys, look, I am not making light at all of people who seriously have unwanted drug addiction. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But but you know who's making fun of those people? Our government. Come on. Making fun of those people. Let's make sure that we have places for them to be able to get clean syringes and things like that. And let's make sure 
that we can give out, you know, uh, crack pipes that are not, you know, broken so that they don't develop hepatitis so they don't hurt themselves. Like, let's let's make sure that we can find a way to do this and let's call it equity. Let's let's call how. OK, so anyway. My point is this. My point is. So now you've got to make a shift in your mind. Right. And, and what's the shift in your mind? The shift in your mind has got to be that the drug use itself is not bad. It just needs to be safer. So and look, I, my question is, OK, if they are really trying to look out for underserved, underserved people, communities and stuff like this by having equity in this way, like and if they feel like this would be a safer way, they're not trying to do this same thing with like opioids. No, no, mm-mm. no. And in fact, when you started looking at the, the rise and the increase in opioids, and this is a question that these people are not going to want to talk about, because when you start actually pointing out the inconsistencies and what they call equity, they're like, no, no, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. No. So so what was it? What's it called? Um, oh, I forget the name of it. The fast acting drug when there was a, um, an overdose of fentanyl. Is it narzapan? So, I forget the name of it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on that. But the move was how do we get more of this drug mm-hmm. um, on location to places where people are overdosing on fentanyl? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But for black people, for black people, come on, Joe, let's talk about it. But for black people. Well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, the sun's in his eyes. We're going to, we're going to make sure that there's uh, better crack pipes, free crack pipes, uh, because some people don't have access to the best crack pipes. Hmm. And it's horrible. That's, uh, we, we want equity. And talking about who's going to put y'all back in chains. What? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I just don't understand. But, but again, this is where the sense that people were born with has been reduced. Hmm. You you start out with a certain measure, but because you don't build on that and because you believe that everything that comes from your preferred party is good and right and true, you just you're just like, yeah. Yeah, like you start out when people say with liberty and crack pipes for all, and you're like, no. <laughs> no, they say with liberty and crack pipes for all, you're like, no. And then they say we're Democrats with liberty and crack pipes for all, and you're like, yeah. So, so yeah. look, that's another on, issue. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay, another issue. Like, so yeah. I don't see why going forward. I mean, I, I look, the past is the past, but why would any black person vote for a Democrat? Like, I just don't understand it. It's been already proven and shown. Now, even if you say I'm not voting Republican, okay, but it seemed like with all this evidence that has mounted and this last thing right here, like, that should not be one single black person that vote Democrat. I, that's just my. It just to I me just seems don't, like I don't understand it. I, I don't I, understand it. And I, I think I think it would be fair to ask people to put all of the things together. There's a I lot. I think it would be. Yes, exactly right. I think it would be fair to to ask. Can we put all the things together? Like, could we could we kind of put them all in like a category? Um, that says blatant attack on blacks. Man, and that's, a that's lot. just off the top of my head. A lot blatant attack from. on blacks. You know, you know what I'm saying. And then, and then just say, like, what if you removed any political affiliation? <clears throat> excuse me, from these infractions. Like, what if you removed any political affiliation from these infractions? You mm-hmm. just listed and said this was done, that was done, this was done, that was done, and you just blind. It's like a blind taste test. Like you just put it all out there mm-hmm. and just have people read what was done. Just read it. Just just look at this over the years, maybe the last few months. Just read it. Just look over this, right? 
and then you but you don't attach any political affiliation to it, then people would be outraged and they and they would be almost certain that it was Republicans. <laughs> they they'd be like, Man, see, I told you that's the part man, they don't care nothing about us. Look. They don't care. And then and then you and then you pull back the little sticker, you're like, actually, actually, look, it's ragu. You you thought it's actually ragu. You thought it's it was crazy. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And I just wanna I wanna mention this because he may be listening, our friend Jerry. He 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 said this, and I just wanna and he was right on. He said, when you look at because we're talking about stacking up the things. Mm-hmm. Okay, make sure they can kill their children easily. All right. Yeah. Remove yep. police protection from them. All right. Yep. Give them money to ensure their family structure is decimated. Yep. Boldly block. Meaning, okay, so let's, but, but let's, okay. Mm-hmm. Give them money to ensure that their family structure is decimated. In yes. other words, make the government the head of the family. Yes. The gov- okay, I just want to make sure everybody is, understands is that. And All right. he's the yes. provider. <laughs> Wonderful. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, boldly block all efforts to allow them to go to good schools. <laughs> no school choice. No school choice. Which, which, by the yeah. way, I, I kind of, I kind of worked in that arena for a short time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Democrats are remain staunchly opposed to school choice, which overwhelmingly helps as they love to define black and brown children. Right. It's amazing. Okay, right. continue. Oh, and, and then crack pipes. I mean, come oh, yeah. on. I mean, you know. Hello, crack that, pipes. Those things right there, that's enough. I feel like over the years and the pandering and all other stuff and the hot sauce in my back, in my purse and, <laughs> you know, the dancing with, you know, all this kind of stuff, the, the whipping nene. I mean, come on, man. Like, what does it take? Mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. I, I, you yeah. Know, I just, I yeah. don't get it. Anyway, the 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 constant push and the setting up of abortion facilities um, to the tune or upwards of 80 percent of them being located in African-American, Hispanic communities. I think there you you have to start to ask a question and then even now and and, and kind of coming back full circle to even what we're talking about today. Mm. So you've got these crisis pregnancy centers that are helping women that are helping women, that are encouraging them that they can do it. Right. So what you have liberals doing is you have liberals saying, no, no, you can't do this. You can't do this. And then the mom, the mom starts to go, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if I can't, okay, okay. Maybe you could do it, but you know what? You don't want to, right? Mm. You don't want to, right? Even even down to telling girls that, you know, becoming pregnant can can really mess up your body. Like carrying a baby to term, it really, it, it, it will, you're not going to come back from that. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you to think about the type of culture and the type of society that we look at, live in, and the type of messages that our girls are receiving today about what it is to be a woman. About what it is to be a woman. What it is to be a mother. Right? And so even, even now, you have the Associated Press saying, I don't think these crisis pregnancy centers should be receiving taxpayer dollars. <laughs> Now, the hubris of that actually is pretty um, is pretty staunch. Right. Why, and, and why? Because it really the article really assumes that taxpayers do not support life. Right. Like so why should money, why should our money be going to these efforts? Right. It just it just presumes that, well, you know, everybody wants a culture of death. Right. Like every everybody wants abortion. So, so why are we giving money to any measure or any project or any outreach that would produce the effect that that is opposite that? 
I mean, the gall of that. And I think that as taxpayers, Mm -hmm. we should be like, wait a minute. (laughs) Hold up a second. (laughs) Yeah. If if my money is going to inform women of their real choices, their Mm -hmm. real options, if my money is going to help moms who are in desperate situations with things like think about what our crisis pregnancy centers do. Mm -hmm. They don't just excuse me. They don't just talk moms into keeping their baby. See, and right. that's what this Associated Press article is trying to paint a picture of. Oh, they just they just want the babies to be born. Nope, that's that's actually not what the crisis pregnancy centers do. They counsel the women that they are in fact carrying a human, a baby, a person made in the image of God. And then what they do is walk them through the help that they will need. Mm-hmm. Do you need someone to hold your hand as you talk to your mom or dad about the situation that you're in? Do you need someone to sit with you as you talk to your boyfriend about the decision you want to make? Because overwhelmingly, we don't talk about this a lot. Overwhelmingly, we've got women who are under immense pressure from their boyfriends, some cases their husbands, to abort their babies. So what they need is support because they would like to keep their babies, but they don't have anyone to go with them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. into that situation and say, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to murder my baby. Right. I'm not going to do. It. So you know what crisis pregnancy centers do? They do that. They do that. They hold the hands of these women and they say you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know what else they do? They load them down with diapers. You know mm-hmm. what else they do? They provide and install car seats. You know what else they do? They load them down with formula. You know what else they do? They load them down with clothes. You know what else they do? They load them down with wipes. Onesies. Little socks, little mittens so the newborns don't scratch their faces. You know what else they do? They show up after the baby is born. So do not believe the lie. See, because these articles, these articles want you to believe the lie. Mm -hmm. That there go those conservatives. All they care about is birth. Birth, 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 birth. Yes, we do care about birth. We care about life. We understand that there is living that happens after birth. That's why in these crisis pregnancy centers, which are usually religiously affiliated, praise God. That's why the mother is not left alone after she gives birth. You know what else these crisis pregnancy centers do? They hold classes for the moms and the dads to come and learn how to be a family. What does it mean to take care of this new person? You know who doesn't do that? Planned Parenthood and them. (laughs) Right. They don't do that. Right. They could we provide medical services. Abortion is not a medical service. We need to stop it. But the assumption here is that, you know, majority of Amer- of Americans will agree with us that, yeah, I mean, what we really want funded is Planned Parenthood, right? Yeah, yay, yay. <laughs> and this and this is this is this is the moment where the masses who are reading and following need to just stop walking. And just stop dead in your tracks. And be like, hold up a second. This article starts off with um, an erroneous assumption that those of us who are paying our taxes, those of us who are paying our taxes actually care about where our tax money is going. And if it comes down, you're, you're trying to weigh things out here. It's like, mm, mm, do I want my tax money to go to crisis pregnancy centers <clears throat> or do I want it to go to Pookie and them's crack house? <laughs> Crisis pregnancy centers, Pookie and Nem's discounted crack house. Hmm. Crisis pregnancy centers, (laughs) 
Pookie and them safe and legal crack pipes. Mm. Man. Aaron the Addisons. We'll take the break and we'll be right back. on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Donnie McClurkin with Stan. Some songs, I feel like, I understand that they're an encouraging song, but some songs I feel like you start listening to them, they'll make you start kind of like surveying and think about, has anything <laughs> been done wrong to me? Like, like kinda, I feel like they got, you're kind of in a good mood, and, and then you have Donnie McClurkin, he's like, tell me. And then he starts going through all of these things, and you're just like, oh, I remember that time. Yes. <laughs> because you feel like you're supposed to resonate with what you're listening to in the moment and and so you're like man i do now that you say it donnie i remember (laughs) time but you know what i did Mm -hmm. i i did stand thank you thank you so much anyways um (laughs) (laughs) all right um Get back to the show, Will. I need uh, I mean, you to hey, get back uh, to the show. Okay, welcome hey. back. This is Aaron the Addisons. Uh, I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And that was Donnie. Yes. And uh, we appreciate him encouraging <laughs> us. He's like, I'll be here all week. That's <laughs> not even Friday. Do that note again. Listen, no, I can't. <laughs> one of those. If I tried, it wouldn't sound as sincere as it did just off the cuff. I am so sorry, but that's a, that is um, that's about eighty five percent of Donnie McClurkin singing. <laughs> okay. I just want everybody to understand: if you're ever singing Donnie McClurkin songs and you don't do any of that, you've missed about eighty five percent of the presentation. So, um, just so you know. All right, these people want to fund death and defund life. Mm. Uh, I was reading an article from the National Review. It was written by a woman named Alexandra DeSanctis. And I think she hits the nail right on the head and her response to this Associated Press article where she's talking about some of the things that they lament. They they lament that taxpayer dollars um, are going to these crisis pregnancy centers and they say um, these the Associated Press is saying these crisis pre- pregnancy centers are not medical facilities. They are giving uh, misinformation. They're misinforming these women. And um, and they should not be receiving all of this funding. We don't even know if they're really doing any good. Man, mm-hmm. doesn't it just sound like I'm you want to be careful, but it just really sounds demonic. Right. Like it's like, are they really doing anything good? Like, I mean, come right. on, you know, yeah, maybe maybe some women are keeping their babies, but we don't know why. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it just sounds yeah. like, you know, it, right. anyway, yeah. um, it, it's the kind of like when a person talks like that, it's the kind of thing that always makes you shudder. Even though you're not cold, you're like, like, <laughs> why do you talk so deceptively like that? Right. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's what that's kind of how I feel reading this Associated Press article. Ugh. So, so here we go. Uh, Alexandra DeSanctis, and and I think she writes well here at uh, over at National Review. Uh, I'm going to quote her from her article. Though abortion supporters spend, um, though abortion supporters, come with me here, abortion supporters spend plenty of time criticizing pregnancy resource centers and enacting laws trying to force them to advertise for abortion. 
they've managed to dig up remarkably little evidence that these centers actually engage in false advertising or offer misleading information. When pressed to provide examples of these supposed falsehoods, for instance, NARAL pointed out that most centers refer to the fetus as a baby. See, that's a lie. That's what I'm talking about right there. These women go in and these women, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're uh, pregnant, but, but not with a baby. They're pregnant with a a fetus. What does fetus mean? And they go and they go into these crisis pregnancy centers and they start referring to the fetus as a baby. Hmm. It's a lie from the beginning. (laughs) Back to the article from the perspective of the abortion supporter calling an unborn child a baby is misleading. This this girl, Alexandra DeSantis, let me continue. She says, but referring to that same child as a clump of cells or part of the mother is telling the truth. Come on, girl. Come on. I'm going to continue. I'm going to jump down to another um, paragraph in her article. Planned Parenthood, which last fiscal year received more than $618 million. Wow. $618 million from federal and state governments in the forms of grants, public funding, and Medicaid reimbursements. Planned Parenthood received $618 million. But because we call that women's health care, Nobody's concerned about that. But the Associated Press can come for the little ewe lamb. Hmm. The Associated Press can come can come from for the crisis pregnancy centers that are actually helping women beyond once they give birth. Because I would like to know I would like to know what Planned Parenthood does after it encourages women to abort their babies and they do abort their babies. They do murder their children. They they do take the life, stop the life of their children. And and does do they show up? You have a hard time. If there's anything that goes wrong, you have a hard time getting them to even call for help. So you expect me to believe that they show up when these women are now depressed? You they show up when these women experience adverse effects of this termination of, of, of the clump of cells? Mm. You're you're telling me that Planned Parenthood shows up. These women are being mailed out these abortion drugs. They're tearing open a package and taking a pill. And then and you're you're telling me that that Planned Parenthood shows up. You're telling me that they they provide that type of on site care. No, but but we call abortion. We live in a culture where we call abortion um, care for women, care for women. Back to this National Review article. Let me get the phone lines queued up. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Today's topic, these people want to fund death and defund life. They want to fund death and defund life. 888-589-8840. Back to this National Review article written by Alexandra DeSanctis. Compared with 354,871 abortions performed in 2020, Planned Parenthood, reported offering only 8,626 instances of prenatal care. Let me read that to you again, just in case those numbers kind of get jumbled up as you hear them. Compared with 354,847 abortions performed in 2020, Mm. Planned Parenthood reported offering only 8,626 instances of prenatal care and 2,667 adoption referrals. 
In other words, the Sanctus writes, for every adoption referral, Planned Parenthood performed 133 abortions. <laughs> and for every instance of prenatal care, its clinics performed 41 abortions. Among services or procedures specifically related to pregnancy decisions, including abortion, prenatal or miscarriage care, and adoption referrals, abortion made up more than 96% of what Planned Parenthood provided. Mm. Like, and that's not new news. Like, that's not revolution. Like, we, we know that, right? We, we know that Planned Parenthood is not in the care of women. Planned Parenthood is in the aborting of humans. That's right. Like that's yep. that's they're, they're, that's what they're into. That's that's their thing. Like we we know this, but here you have the Associated Press with the gall and the audacity mm -hmm. to question the legitimate work of crisis pregnancy centers. Mm. It's because these people want to fund death and defund life. All right, eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. Okay, where do we go, Will the Great? All right, let's go to Jerry in Texas. Hi, Jerry. Hey, Brother Will, Sister Mickey, Sister Mickey, I wanted to get, I didn't hear you say it. I'm not sure you did, but I wanted to let you know that the other thing that pregnancy centers do that help the women is they get them into a fellowship with a local church that mm. is partnered with a center in their area so that yeah. that woman knows that she is loved, that no matter what her decision is, was, or will be, that there is a loving, caring, living God they represented by a church body that will take her in and help her through that. The other thing I wanted to let you know was that I am especially glad that you talked on the subject of them holding her hand while she tells her boyfriend. See, I'm a father, two boys, two girls, hmm. and my oldest is 12, and we've had this discussion, not that discussion, but what it is at 12, what's going to happen when he hits 13. Mm -hmm. I was reading a book called Raising Modern Day Nights. So I took him to IHOP and had the first discussion on what he can expect for his body to happen to. Short story is, now whenever I say, hey, where do y'all want to go for breakfast? He goes, not IHOP. <laughs> thank you, sister. <laughs> Jerry, thank, thank you, you Jerry. so much for calling. I appreciate you. And I appreciate the way that you so eloquently laid out, uh, in addition, all of the work that our crisis pregnancy centers are doing. It's what I mentioned is what you mentioned. And there's so much more. I mean, just the extent of it, because it's motivated by love for these mm. women. So Amen. really, there's no limit to what these crisis pregnancy centers are doing because it's motivated by love and not by dollars. You see, when when you have an organization, you have a you have a, a, a business like Planned Parenthood where they're motivated by dollars mm. like zeros, you understand, then the kind of care that you get and the kind of love that you get actually amounts to zero. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's not there, but a crisis pregnancy center is motivated by love, love for these women and love for the God in whose image they're made. Amen. 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 Both them and their children. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for calling in Jerry. Appreciate you. Will the great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Keith in Michigan. Hi Keith. Hello. Hey, um, thanks for taking call. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to say that um, decades ago, I saw um, a, a thing that was called Silent Scream, and it mm. moved me to tears. Yes. Um, also, one thing I wanted to say is that there is a chance for men to step up to be men. And there's a book I'd like to recommend. is from Stu Weber. Is it called um, Full, 
four pillars of a man's heart, bringing strength into balance. The whole idea is biblical masculinity rests mm-hmm. on four pillars, and I'll just say one of them. Okay. The four pillars, the first pillar is that a man, is, well, the four pillars are a man of vision and character is a king, a man of strength and power is a warrior, a man of faith and wisdom, a mentor, a man of heart and love, a friend. The first one, a man as a shepherd, the king is pictured as a shepherd king, shepherd king who combines the position of a king with the heart of a shepherd. Mm. He is a provider. If he, um, he works hard at whatever he does and he stays with it. The work may not be exciting or glamorous, but he shoulders the load and provides the little flock God has entrusted him. If mm. he, the shepherd king never abandons his flock. To do so is to violate the most basic ingredient of his calling to protect. To abandon one's flock is cowardice, the equivalent of a desertion in time of war. Mm. And um, the book is beautiful, mm-hmm. and it goes on. And I highly Four. recommend for men to, under, to read that book, to step up and be men. Stu mm-hmm. Weber, Four Pillars of a Man's Heart. Thank you so much for that, Keith. I appreciate it. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Mary in South Carolina. Hi, Mary. Hello. Firstly, I want to thank you and thank God for y'all. I pray for you, your safety, your family, you. and your courage. It's just, I just pray to God, bless you and continue. Thank you. Just a comment uh, in light of today's program. You know, and of course you all understand what I'm saying. It almost appears like all roads lead to death, depopulation. Mm. And Mm -hmm. on the wings of that, I'll say globalism. They can't get enough of Mm. killing people, and it's been going on and on and on. But we have God, so we know the victory. Love you. Bye-bye. Oh, God bless you, Mary. We love you, too. God bless you. Listen, you are very astute in your observation. All of the roads, all of the plans, all of the the ideas and the so-called insight that seems to come from people who hate God, hmm. who are in rebellion against God. Yeah. It's it's always death. Yep. It it is it is always death. We are overpopulating the earth. The earth can't sustain us. What did God say? Be fruitful and multiply. Fill mm-hmm. the earth. Mm-hmm. What did he reestablish with Noah? We were talking with our kids about this yesterday, by the way. What did God reestablish with Noah? Here, I've given you this earth, okay? Be fruitful, multiply, fill it. All of the animals, I I commend them to you. I I into your hands I deliver all of these animals, you can eat them now. I mean, if you look at everything that God says, right, the enemy comes with a, no, don't do that. Right. Don't do that. So, and, and look, and well, that's going to bring us into another tangent. Okay. Um, yeah. Mary, you're right on. Okay. Let's try to squeeze in one more call. We'll agree. All right. Doris okay, in it. Texas. Hi, Doris. Hey there. I'm just so pleased to get to listen to you and talk to you, but I want to thank you so much for telling what the uh, crisis pregnancy center does for a person, uh, a young lady that may be all by herself. Maybe she mm-hmm. does have a boyfriend that's standing by. But they do all of those things for the person that comes to them. I'm just uh, astounded and so proud. I have donated and tried to help. But all I knew was they were just trying to help women keep their babies. Oh. I didn't know that they were helping them like, like you told all of these different things that they do and i thank you for that and i think i appreciate these calls that you've had they've been some wonderful 
comments. God bless you, Doris. I'm so sorry. We're out of time, man. But thank you for sharing your comments. Until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.